Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. First off, as the fire service draws ever closer to all-out strike action, I'm joined by firefighter and representative for the firefighters themselves, Wayne Cox. Good morning to you, Wayne. Morning, Alan. So, Wayne, you're currently en route to a meeting, I do believe, but since we last spoke last week, where there was a possibility of an escalation of this dispute, where are we now with this, please? Okay, so in the last week, we, we withdrew uh, from training and drills, etc., um, uh, to give management and the government time to come back to us uh, with an offer. Now, there's been no contact from the government. Um, so as it stands now, as of tomorrow, we will start rolling closures across fire stations in the county. Now that's very serious news as it breaks at the moment. When you say rolling closures, what does that mean, please? Okay, I'll just read out to you um, the, the plan as it stands. So tomorrow, from 8am for 24 hours, Gorey and New Ross fire stations will be closed. Uh, Wednesday, Wexford and Bunclody. Thursday, Enniscorthy and Gorey. Friday, New Ross and Bunclody. Saturday, Wexford and Enniscorthy. Sunday, New Ross and Bunclody. And Monday, Gorey and Enniscorthy. For 24 hours, these stations will be closed. Right, and what does it mean in the event of a fire in this county of ours, then? What happens? Okay, well now, I I, I want to put the the public's mind at rest on life-saving cover. That we have contingency plans in place, that if there is a life threat within those towns, the response will be quicker. Now, if there is no life threat involved, then the the turnout of fire uh, cover will be delayed because another town will be coming to cover for that. Um, What what I would advise the public is, over the coming uh, week and weeks, is that if they require fire services and there is a threat to life involved, that they relay this message very clearly to the call taker on the emergency 999 call. All right, Wayne, like, I'm baffled as I'm speaking to you because I was led to believe that this was going to be resolved and it wouldn't come to this. Uh, And here you are telling me that it's far from resolved at the moment. So uh, have there been any discussions? Is there any dialogue going on that might avert this? Or is this very much going to take place now? Well, as it stands now, it's very much going to take place. Uh, The only thing that came out of Dara O'Brien's office was uh, a request to get back to negotiations, but with no offer of change in terms and conditions. So obviously that's unacceptable to us. Um, there was an email sent from management yesterday out to all the officers in the stations and myself, uh, and the narrative seems to be accusing us, the firefighters, of putting the public and ourselves at risk by our, by our action. Um, uh, the, the hypocrisy of this is actually staggering. When you consider that New Ross Station has been down to one crew for the last couple of years, and in New Ross you have installations like the Nitro Furt and the Biodiesel Plant, which are top-level uh, dangerous sites, right? Mm. Uh, and so management didn't seem too concerned about the safety of those sites then. Uh, the day of the Wexford Hospital fire, when there was two firefighters available, they didn't seem to be too concerned then about Rosslare Europort and other major industrial sites. Mm. And also, Bunclody Station, which has been off the run through lack of staff, didn't seem to be too much concern for the public in Bunclody. 
when they're waiting for fire cover to arrive from Enniscorthy. Now, when we're taking action to highlight the problems in the fire service, it's us that's putting the public at risk. Can you just I can't, uh, believe, I can't believe it. Can you just outline what you're calling for, please? Remind our okay. listeners what you're uh, actually yeah. calling for, what has no led problem. to this dispute. No problem. We've had decades of problems with recruitment and retention in the fire service. So getting people to do the job and keeping them. And the bottom line is that in the job, uh, the remuneration is not enough to live on. So you're basically forced to do this job and have another job, if you can get one, within 2.5 kilometres of the fire station, or to rely on social welfare. So this is the difficulty. Young people don't want to come into this job because the the unreliability of the income is not accepted uh, when you apply for a mortgage, which is obviously a very important thing to young people, isn't it, these days? Of course it is. I mean, what would resolve it immediately? What will resolve it immediately is uh, Pascal Donoghue at the Department of Public Expenditure releasing funds to properly pay retained firefighters for the job they do. Yeah, and we had heard rumours and we had heard talks that you were hopeful of having a full fire service in the Wexford town area. That's, uh, is that something else you're looking for, uh, at least? Uh, well, look... Yeah? There are certain stipulations that are met in number of population uh, and, and and other things, right, to, to have a full-time fire service. We're not actually looking for a full-time fire service as such, as you would see in the big cities. These, these places have 24-hour cover with crews on, three, like, rotating crews for all of that 24-hour cover. All we're asking for is increased numbers enough to allow retained firefighters to get time off or family, and enough of an income so they don't need to have another employment as well or rely on social welfare. Right. Um, I'm just thinking of people listening to us this morning and, and worried about this scenario, so it might be no harm for you just to refri- refresh uh, our, our thoughts again by reminding us exactly where we are now with this and what's happening within the next 24 hours. And we'll uh, just see what sort of reaction we get from our Morning Mix listeners as well, please. Just can you outline the effect it's going yeah. to have in the various districts in County Wexford, please, because there's one or two people missed it and they'd like you to repeat it, yep. please. Absolutely. So as of tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, Gorey Station and New Ross Station will be closed. Uh, and this will roll around the county for seven days. Now, if there is a life threat to life within those areas that are closed, uh, make sure that your listeners and everybody in the county makes that very clear to the call taker on the 999 call. And in those instances we will uh, turn out quicker from those towns. We're not going to put the, uh, the the lives of the public at risk. Is this likely to escalate further, um, Wayne? What, what's the next phase of this? Okay, well, if after the next seven days we still haven't heard anything positive from Darrow O'Brien or Pascal Donoghue, then in seven days' time, all the stations in the country will be closed except for life-threatening uh, calls. So if you if you just think about that, anything else that's on fire will not be responded to. And what would that be like? How would you differentiate between what is a life-threatening call? Because it's it's like a tinderbox out there at the moment with the warm weather. If there's a forest fire, is that seen as life-threatening? What would differentiate uh, between a life-threatening call and a non-life-threatening call? 
Okay, look, if the call comes in as persons reported, this is the importance I'm saying to people when they make their call, are the persons reported in danger? But, like, if, if a forest fire starts and then it becomes uh, coming near to housing or anything else, then we will obviously we'll get fire cover out to that. We're not going to put people in danger of their lives. Keep us up to date, Wayne, will you please? You're, you're going to a meeting. What is that meeting that you're now attending? Uh, this is a meeting with uh, the fire service management to discuss the coming week. And I just want to add, actually, Alan, yeah. that, um, you know, I said this has been turned back on us, that we're putting the public at risk. Um, let's get this straight. The, the government don't have any concern for public safety. If they did, they would properly fund their emergency services. And that's not just the fire service. That's also the, the ambulance service. I'm sure most people aren't aware that you call an ambulance these days, you could be waiting an hour for one. The government really need to. The government seems to be awash with corporate tax money at the moment. They really need to look after the people that look after people. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.